So somebody's asked me about uh, renewing power sources when dealing with narcissists. And where this came from is the Sam, let me get his name right, Van Vankin, Sam Vankin video. He's got a channel and a book all about narcissism. Apparently the book is very good. Um, I've watched a few videos on the channel. I just watched this one now. And it's very good. I think the information is, uh, uh, from what I've seen, is very good. The complaint that I've heard from a couple of people is it's a bit dry. The thing is, the way we're trained, uh, if you study psychology at university, the way we're trained to confer information is supposed to be dry. It's it's a real shame. Um, <clears throat> and it's one of the things that stopped me from getting into philosophy and politics. I was trying to, over the last few days, trying to educate myself about the philosophy of um, Aristotle, Socrates and Plato. And the videos are so fucking boring. Jesus, the guy, the, like the... The voices, the delivery and everything is really dry, uh, but I learned uh, in the schools, like this style is actually, I'm going to, do, do, do you want to be slightly patronised now? This was developed for 15 and 16 year olds. I'm only kidding. It's the principle, okay? Because if something is big and it's difficult, then it needs to be made interesting. It needs to have some flavour. As one of my clients said to me the other day, it needs to have some funk. If it doesn't have any funk, any smell, any flavour, then it's, it's boring and it's hard to consume. And this is why uh, Zizek is so important. People go, oh, he's he's popular and he uses pop culture references. Fuck him. You know, these stiff intellectuals in the philosophy community. And I'm like, but I can't consume... If I can't consume what he's saying and he makes what he's saying consumable and understandable to me, then that's better, isn't it? You know, you want to make these things more, more kind of uh, palatable from time to time. So... What Sam Bankin was talking about in this uh, in this video um, was basically he was just saying that what some narcissists will do is they'll come back to old sources of, of supply. But in order to justify doing that, they have to re-idealize. Uh, this is a verb. I think that Sam Bankin is, is sort of uh, using in this context or creating for this context, which makes sense, is there is a narrative inside the narcissist. The narcissist can't be wrong. Okay, the narc is never wrong. So if the narcissist, if I'm a, a guy and you're my ex-girlfriend, I've gone, I'm sacking you off because you're a poor source of narcissistic supply. You're stupid or you're boring or whatever. And then I go out into the world and I go, oh, I can't get any other sources of narcissistic supply. Everybody else has really strong boundaries and they're just telling me to fuck off or they're not interested in me. Then I have to come back to you, but I can't just come back to you and admit to myself, maybe I was wrong about this girl or maybe I have to admit to myself that I can't get a narcissistic source anywhere else. I have to tell myself a story like, I'm doing you a favour. So that's re-idealising the relationship. Actually, Sam Vankin didn't say this. I'm taking it to the next level. I'm using Sam Vankin's theory and I'm going to take it to the next level. So he re the narcissist would re-idealise you. And say, well, maybe, <clears throat> as, as Sam Vankin put it, uh, say that, you're, 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 you're stupid and gullible and that's why I left you. Well, then in order to come back, I'd say, well, actually, you're naive and have um, um, a philosophical approach to life that makes you interesting and unique. That's re-idealizing you. To re-idealize the relationship, I wouldn't tell myself I'm a fucking narcissist and I need you to feel good about myself. I would say, <clears throat> this girl needs me. I should go back to her because it does her a favor or whatever. Some bullshit story of the mind in the head, right? So... <clears throat> The narc, this is a bad, bad relationship. If you're in this position, then you're in a bad place because the narcissist is only using you as an old source. Ooh, you're not just a source of his narcissistic supply. You're an old source. Ooh, you want to be an old source of narcissistic supply because he can't get anybody else. Oh, that's disgusting. But ironically and synchronistically, perhaps, I just released a video earlier today describing how an ex-girlfriend of mine does that to me. And no, she's not genuinely interested in seeing me. 
she's just using me to, to because she knows if we meet up in a cafe I will sit there and go into counsellor mode and listen to her talk ad nauseum ad nauseum it's latin it means until sickness until I feel sick of hearing her fucking voice literally nauseum nausea about herself and how tough her life is this kid is rich she's a little rich kid she's a local celebrity oh my life is so hard the horse that mummy bought for me is sick or some fucking nonsense like that which is why I avoid hanging out with her because I don't like being used as somebody else's emotional dildo you know if you want to be wanking your ego you can find an emotional dildo elsewhere thank you so um uh, he, he's recycling you your ex-boyfriend is recycling you as an old source and only because he's desperate so you have to it's harsh it sucks it hurts but you've really got to deal with the painful bitter reality of this cry scream get angry feel all the sadness feel all the anger feel all the hurt and then go okay it is what it is you can deal with it you can get over it um one thing that Sam Bankin said that is great, and it actually helped me to reaffirm that my strategy that I used with my ex that I described in the video earlier today is correct, is uh, <clears throat> even negative supply is supply. So what I was doing was I was going, well, I, uh, previous, previously, I was going, well, she's a narcissist and I've been her empath and she's been using me and she's been using me as a big, solid, thick, rubbery ego dildo and I don't want to be used as a thick rubbery ego dildo anymore so I would say to her listen I don't like this relationship I don't like your dishonesty I don't like your double-handedness the manipulation and I'm not putting up with this anymore and I would say that to her and what would that do well actually oh, it would create this histrionic drama like oh you know it's I want to be with you but because I'm Muslim and you're not and you won't convert and it would be this fucking... All of that is nonsense, by the way. Some bullshit story. Uh, it, religion has nothing to do with this and it's all about narcissism. Um, and she would go off and then it would be some drama in, uh, that, that she would make up and she's literally... She works in TV and she's literally living her life like one of those god-awful uh, daytime TV shows. You know, like the super dramatic ones that they... Uh, that, that, that they show in Latin America where everything is, oh my God, and, ooh, ooh, and it's all fucking just drama, drama, right? So he said, ne even negative supply is supply. So I worked out about six months ago, hmm, she's feeding off my emotion. I actually got that from Patrice O'Neill and, uh, and Dante Nero's conversations. They were saying, you know, someone feed off your emotion. They need your emotion to know where to bounce off to. Now they were talking about narcissistic women in that context, but it applies to all narcissists. If you don't give them an emotional response, they can't, there's nothing to eat. So they gotta go elsewhere. So I would just, uh, what I've been doing, as I said in the other video, very politely, yeah, I've missed you too, let's hang out. Oh, we should totally do lunch, darling. Oh, darling, 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 we should do lunch, air kiss, air kiss. And then I just fucking never turn up, or I don't not turn up and sack her off, but I get to the point where it's close, and I know in her head, when it's actually time to physically get in her car and come and meet me, she's stressed out and she wants to do other stuff. She doesn't really want to see me. She just wants to know that she could. Are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Go on, you know, and then you can sack them off. So even negative supply is supply. So don't argue, shout. Don't take stuff that you've seen in these videos and go, I saw a video on YouTube and it said that you were doing this and I'm not going to put up with it anymore. Because that, that won't work. And also you go, that kind of hurts, actually. I did my traps last night. Fucking hell. Um, in order to reconnect, another point from the Sam Banking video, in order to reconnect, he must re-idealize re you and go back on his earlier assessment. So he needs to go back and say, this girl is not stupid. She's not a moron. She's not boring. She's actually very uh, gullible and naive and unique. And that's why I need to see her. Plus, she needs me. That's my addition. <sighs> Where I should breathe.
He can't admit he was wrong. Okay, so he'll never admit he was wrong in the first place, so he creates a new narrative that contains the original content. Um, I'm going to bring you a pop culture reference just to keep it tasty. I was watching uh, an interview with Kanye West before that Strangers Dude HSB sent to me, and uh, it's ama- you can actually see um, somebody... I don't, I'm not suggesting uh, Kanye's an abusive, malignant narcissist, but he's certainly a narcissist with delusions of grandeur and a messiah complex. Um, and you can see him literally, cons- you can watch him at work when people ask him difficult questions. Uh, Charlemagne, another rapper who's called Charlemagne, asks him uh, questions and says, you know, why aren't, why aren't you keeping it real in the hood, etc.? And uh, Kanye says, I am keeping it real, but I'm keeping it real in my way. And he reframes every question so that he looks good, so that he looks cool, so that, it, so that he hasn't sold out, so that he hasn't gone back on the core values of of what uh, hip-hop is supposed to be, of what he's supposed to represent, of what he was doing when he first came out with that first hit single of Through the Wire. He's, so he has to... But it's, it's bullshit. It's all narrative that it's just like, let me just make something up inside my head right now that allows me to hold on to my uh, self-image and make me not seem like I'm as full of crap as I actually am. Okay. Uh, Sam Bankin then moves into practical advice. He says, this is how to respond. Uh, you've got to get over the dopamine release and the buzz that you get from, from the narc uh, in all of my relationships with narcissists because they're special, pretty, exceptional, uh, uh, you know, uh, exciting, interesting people. I would always, you know, um, get a buzz from that and it would feed my narcissism, not that I'm a narcissistic. I'm, you can be narcissistic adjective without being a narcissist noun. I know it's confusing and I know it's like people are like, what the fuck? This is so academic and complicated, but everybody has narcissistic tendencies. Even Gandhi had narcissistic tendencies. Um, we'll, we'll get into that on another day. We, that's not to slam Gandhi. It's just, you know, he understood the guy understood the media. The guy understood marketing. The guy understood imagery. Um, and you know, him walking around in the robes with the stick, with the little glasses and all that, that's, that was, I claim, theatre, uh, that served a purpose. A little bit of pop culture, I guess. Kind of. Gandhi. Um, okay. So you've got to get over the buzz. There will be flattery there. Oh, this guy is so exceptional, even though I know he's a dick, he's left me. Oh, he's abandoned. Push-pull. Remember the push-pull dynamic of relationships? If somebody walks away from you, the idiot, in a monkey goes, oh, precious resource, come back, even if they're a total dick. By virtue of them leaving you, it's it's like it's like martial arts, it's like Tai Chi when you do roll hands. When they pull, you push, and it's like, fuck, I didn't even realise I was doing it, and before I know it, I'm being pulled into a throw and I'm off balance, right? So you've got to get past your little dopamine hit, your dirty little high. And uh, you've got to get past that there'll be a sexual arousal thing there, usually, uh, because a lot of these abusive relationships are, not always, but are, are frequently formed with a, you know, like um, a very intense sexual core. My last relationships, what kept me locked in is uh, me being pulled around by my libido, shall we say. So, um, and then he says the best response is to ignore him. Uh, I would say, I would say do this, do this politely. Be like, indifferent, polite, keep batting the ball back. You remember I spoke about a therapeutic ping, ping pong in another video, so just do it back, but at the same level. And your core objective all the time is indifference, flatness, neutrality. They can't deal with it. They can't take the la- Where's my food? Where's the drama? Where's your emotion? And you're just like, 
I was like, okay, you know, whatever you want. Oh, you can't meet me right now. Okay, cool. Oh, you want to see me right now? Okay, cool. And you just keep doing what you do without getting discombobulated because it's your discombobulation that they feed off. Uh, indifference is what the narcissist can't stand was um, Sam Bankin's one of his final points. And his final, final point, which is really important to remember, um, is he says, do not romanticize the narcissist. His uh, remorse and his desire to engage in better behavior and to treat you better is completely fake. It's all a shell game. It's all um, <clears throat> it's all a trick, uh, a bait and switch. You know, you, you, you know what shell games are. Uh, do the game with the shells, and it's all a trick just to take your money. And the thing is a bait and switch. In sales, a bait and switch is come over here and buy this product. If you give me a hundred dollars, I'm going to give you this. Then you give me the hundred dollars, and I go, well, actually, there's none of them left, so we're going to give you this shit one instead. Uh, so all of the behavior is fake. Narcissist's end goal is to feel good. That's it. Once you start grasping that, you can learn to defeat them because they're not, they're not necessarily all that bright. And their strategies, as, in, as complex and as vile and deceptive as they seem, are actually quite transparent when you understand their key core objective is nothing more than ruled by their vanity and their arrogance, and they just want to feel good. And that's it. And once you've grasped that, then you know yourself, know the enemy, you will be successful in a thousand battles. Who said that? I'm embarrassed to say, I can't remember. Whoever wrote The, the Art of War. I'm going to say Lao Tzu. I'm, going to just, I'm just going to go with Lao Tzu. I think that's from The Art of War. There you go. I tied it back into martial arts and warrior strategies for you again. So know yourself, know your enemy. You will be undefeated in, the, in a thousand battles. Once you understand the enemy's prime objective is not all the words coming out of their mouth and what they're saying. I need to come back to the house because um, this is a true example. I'm, I, you know, I am actually going to open that uh, massage therapy school um, and I need my uh, I need my physiology books because I'm going to go and do that right now. And your, my physiology books, they're in your garage. And I was like, are you really? Are you really going to do that? Take your fucking books and fuck off. There will be an excuse, but what they're saying has nothing to do with the intent. It's pure gangsterism. It's pure... Criminality, but at an emotional level. Okay. And breathe. I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you very much for your time and for your attention. And if you've got any more questions, please don't hesitate to ask. Thank you.